is there just years and years of footage of Zach and I on your computer, just face our faces? No, as soon as I'm done editing it, I just drag it all into the garbage can. Okay. You know, such I just is, wanted such is my life. <laughs> just wanted to make sure there wasn't like a, uh, a a file folder of like you know my faces for your uh, icons for your computer. No, there is. That's just that's a different thing entirely, though. Let me whip out my sidekick real quick. <laughs> oh, the sidekick. Man, yeah. with the screen would like... Oh, oh yeah, dude, the coolest shit ass. in the world. Yep. Man, dude, just see that thing pop up, you knew it was going down. Mm -hmm. Or the Nokia, where you'd be some side talking. Heck yeah. side talking. little taco talking on the Nokia. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> taco talking. <laughs> That's what I was doing later. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay, I'm glad we were recording for that. Oh. <laughs> no, you weren't. episode 273 recording december 11th 2023 my name is zach anderson and this week uh we have the tgas to discuss and uh what was announced at said tgas uh spoilers there are upsets and maybe not from the awards uh we're going to have a hell of a spoiler zone to discuss. Uh, we got what we've been playing. We'll figure out what other trouble we get into along the way. To do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon. I'm just here so I don't get fined more. Mm, yes, that is correct. I'm here so I don't get fined. Do we have relaxed takes this week? <clears throat> nope. The beds are gone. Um, uh, okay. I'm I'm off of my uh, I'm off of the uh, the the antibiotics and I'm I'm drinking um, hot tea or a hot water with honey in it to mm. to keep the throat uh, coated well coated so yeah it's well, it's it's good I didn't need that description but yeah that's awesome I'm glad you're feeling better <laughs> uh, also joining us Justin Paging Doctor Carter it's your boy. Yeah, man. Me Megan's got the bug that's going around. She's uh, been sick the last three days, so I've been keeping her hopped up on Dayquil, Nyquil. I went out and had to get some airborne. I spent today washing all the sheets because she's coughing all over my pillows. I'm like, dude, I do not want to get fucking sick right before <laughs> going to Disneyland. That sounds awful. I want no part <laughs> of it. So I've been taking my vitamins, I've been washing my hands like a motherfucker, like wiping everything down. I'm like, nope, I am not getting sick. It's not happening. Is uh, Does she have the like horrible cough? Luckily, no. It was more just like runny nose and like, um, I think also just because of how cold it's been here, like her nose was dry. Like She got a bloody nose like a couple days mm -hmm. in a row just from it being so dry. Um, so... But she's felt warm, but no cough or anything like that. Made her some hot ham and cheese and split pea soup for dinner, so. There you go. There you go. 
that actually sounds delicious. I would take that as well. Um, yeah, you got any leftovers? Like, what are we, what are we working with? Here? <laughs> what do we got, um, boys? Yeah, I got Christmas for two kids. I'm broke. Like, I'm too, <laughs> man. Like, jeez. Um, all right. So, uh, since we've last talked, two things have happened. The TGAs have happened, and the GTAs have happened. We got the uh, Grand Theft Auto Six trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know, Keeley was scratching and clawing to try to get as a reveal trailer on the Game Awards, and that did not happen. So obviously, he didn't pay enough money, and Rockstar was just like, "Well, we got this. Don't even worry about it. You enjoy your little show. We're we're gonna be over here and steal all your thunder. No one's <laughs> gonna care." But uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not a big GTA guy. I know you guys really aren't either, but I found it interesting, more interesting than funny, the reaction online when that trailer dropped. So if you haven't seen it, it's a, it looks like a Grand Theft Auto. It looks very much like Grand Theft Auto 5, except it takes place in Florida. They appear to have uh, taken a lot of, like online Florida memes and put them in the game. Like, like the cracked out lady that's like yelling on the street and dudes wrestling gators and and all this stuff. And they're just straight up like taking off internet videos and just reskinned in their game, which I find highly entertaining. Um, I also find the discourse of the pearl clutching in the media of like, but what if this game is just making fun of Florida the whole time? <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, there's so much happening. Yeah, and you know, people play video games for escapism, and fuck Florida. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your sunshine laws make it so you entertain the nation. Like, it's not... Does that shit happen in every other state? Sure. More than likely. Do they broadcast it to the rest of the country? No, they don't. So guess what? I get to make fun of you because it's hilarious. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you you start, uh, I mean, like, it's this is not anything that nobody knows about, right? I mean, like, you can yeah. type in Florida man and a date, and it, there is something in the newspaper that is Florida man, like, lights his house on fire to kill a spider. Um, you know, you have yeah, that moniker. Real, real quick, real quick. Type in Florida man and your birthday. Okay. All right, all I right. want to see what comes up. This is, this is great. Live, live entertainment right here. Uh, okay, let's see. My birthday. Uh, there's actually a website called Florida Man Challenge. <laughs> Florida Man Birthday Challenge? Yeah. All right. All right, let's see. Find your birthday. Who wins? Who gets there first? I mean, I wait. Hold on. There's a. Hold on. I'm looking for the website, the Florida Man website. It's FloridaManBirthday.org. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, a man with a state tattoo of Florida in the middle of his forehead. Uh, it goes down between his eyes. By the way, there's a photo. Uh, called 911 for a drive home, and he was arrested for using the 911 line unnecessarily. Also, he appears to have warrants. So, yes, he was using 911 as a taxi service 
and uh, oh, also drugs were found on him during the search. But the real, the real thing is he has a state of Florida tattoo that is on his forehead and extends between his eyes. So, so yeah, okay, uh, Shannon, what you got? <clears throat> Let me see. According to this one, uh, March 17th, uh, according to a police statement, a man peeing in a room attacked another man who tried to stop him from peeing. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Justin, what you got? So there wasn't one for my actual birthday. So Uh. I chose the closest one. So for May 17th, there is a 24-year-old man who has committed multiple crimes in the past, stole a truck sword and computer from a house in st petersburg but the man forgot to take his phone while running away (laughs) awesome and he was charged with armed robbery car theft possession of methamphetamine and crack cocaine and possession to sell controlled substances resisting arrest oh again uh yeah florida's hilarious and i'm glad they chose i'm glad they went back to vice city Vice City was probably the one GTA game I really enjoyed. Um, it's it's easily the one I put the most time into because GTA is the same cycle for me. I'm like, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get it. The marketing always works on me. I pick it up within that first month. I play it for about eight hours and go, oh, okay. Still a GTA. That was fun. That was good. And I never touch it again. Ever. I mean, I will tell you graphically, like the trailer looked f- leaps. Like this actually looks oh, like a next gen game. Yeah. 100%. Um, uh, I do think it's funny that there are a lot of people that have been, you know, like they were saying, they took a whole bunch of like real life situations and turned them into video game footage for their game. Mm-hmm. That being said, there's a lot of people that are coming out and now they're suing Rockstar because for the likeness of you know their characters being used in the uh, in the trailers. So well, they, all, they all graphically look very different. They, I mean, it, they, they should have thrown up the like any likeness to uh, people's living or dead <laughs> coincidental before. Yeah, like that Joker dude, the the dude with the, the Joker, Joker. Tattoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that dude, like he's yeah he's pissed off right now. But um, yeah, I mean it. It looks good. I've, there are a lot of rumors floating around on like because this is like the first protagonist who's been female um, yeah. for the Rockstar Games, which is great. Um, but uh, a lot it of people are like there were two protagonists in the trailer. Maybe There's a guy I mean, like, and girl. I think. Yeah, it's a yeah. husband and wife team. It wasn't clear if you played yeah. both, but yeah. But it was. Uh, it's uh, you know a lot of people are thinking it's Trevor's girlfriend from GTA Five that they're oh, giving her funny. her own game. So yeah. you know it'll be interesting to see what they're gonna do with the story. Uh, maybe see if they and the online too. I want to see kind mm-hmm. of if they do something different with the online modes. Not that I'm gonna ever play it. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't think I don't think I'm gonna play this game either. Just with the way that I'm being I'm slowing down now, like yeah. with my game playing. Like I, I think, um, I think this is gonna be one I'll just probably watch people play or wait for the, you know, the the internet to tell me what I should feel about it. Yeah, it's it. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just know me. I, I this is, this will be, uh, well, six and then Vice City and then 
there was like two others in there that were like offshoots. So this will be like the sixth or seventh time I've fallen for it because mm-hmm. it happens every time to me, uh, which is the marketing works. I buy it. I play it for eight hours and go, yep, okay, that was good. And then stop. Just dead in my tracks. Uh, Justin, is this a game for you? I mean, it's so it's fun. I'm kind of in the same boat as you where I'm not like, oh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Yet I have played every single one. Like, exactly. I, I bought exactly. I bought right? five when it came out on 360. Like I have four. I had Vice City on I think the PSP or whatever. I even mm-hmm. had the DS. I played the Chinatown Wars one or whatever that was on the DS. Which was rad. It was great. I loved that Wars one. Was great. It was yeah. so good. Um, so I always play them. So I already know. Like I too am going to end up being a sucker around the hype mm-hmm. and end up getting it. It looks gorgeous. Like, it looks like it's a lot of fun. I do like the meme, the Florida memes being incorporated into it. Uh, I like going on Twitter and everyone's like, uh, Grand, ban, hashtag ban Grand Theft Auto 6. It's, yeah. Grand Theft Auto, I don't know if you know this, is sexualizing women. And I'm like, we're back, baby. Like, the Grand Theft Auto discourse is back online. <laughs> And meanwhile, I'm like, where where have you guys been? Yeah, like, did yeah. you not play any of the others? Like, yeah. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a minute, but no, um, I think that was probably like the hottest of takes. Is like somebody actually was like, "This game's for kids." Like, what are you guys doing? You're like, dude, this has never been for kids. This has yeah. always had an eight a mature rating on their games. If you see a kid playing this, somebody failed as a parent. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you see a kid think... playing this, means dad's not home right now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I also feel... It means mommy has a friend in the bedroom right now. <laughs> oh. Oh. God damn, that took a turn. That took a Grand Theft Auto-esque turn right there. Um, I even forgot what I was going to say. I got so sidetracked with that. Uh, no, I, I I think the other side of the coin of the gr- ban Grand Theft Auto bullshit is the people that are like, rest in peace to the people that never got to see this trailer. Like, that's just fucking weird, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It, like, you know, it's... Were people doing that when, like, Endgame came out? And they're like, R.I.P. to my homies that didn't get to see Endgame. It's like, what the fuck? Like... It's a video game, guys. Let's calm down a little bit. You know? Like, I'm... <laughs> My homie's looking down watching Steve finally right? say Avengers right? Assemble. <laughs> it's just like, uh, not to be a party pooper, but this is strange. Um, well, and I think it just speaks to, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of those people were kind of taking the piss, but I think it also speaks to how big this game is without ever really with no one talking about it. You know, it's like a huge Grand Theft Auto five is a huge game and has been in like the top seller list for a decade, right? It's like Grand Theft Auto five and Minecraft. But the thing is Grand Theft Auto isn't a kid's game to your guys earlier point. So no one talks about it. You never hear about it. Like, you know, kids aren't demanding their parents buy Grand Theft Auto toys you know so that so they can play it um but yeah and i just think it's it's interesting it's interesting how big of a game it is that it you can i mean sure i bet some people weren't being ironic you know they were 
legitimately like, oh, that sucks that this happened and like my guy never got to see it, you know? Um, yeah, I just I find the whole I found the whole thing around the the trailer interesting. I don't know. I, I'm going off on a tangent now, but it just it seems interesting to me. No, I mean he, I get it. There's I mean this is like one of those games where the, I mean like it's become one of those games that people play exclusively right it's almost like um like a call of duty uh or madden right like people just i mean this grand theft auto 5 came out in 2013 which is wild right like i mean like i don't know any game that stayed that relevant and i mean if you look at like um like top grossing games by month Mm -hmm. it is still in the top 10 like Grand Theft Auto Online is still in the top ten for ge- like revenue generating games. It's ridiculous. Like the following that this game has. Uh, I mean, I I don't even know if Rockstar needs to make any other games anymore. Like if you can put a game out every ten years and it be a banger, like just keep doing that. Yeah. Right. It's just well, but I think that's why you're going to see them totally double down on the online. P- to your earlier point. You know, the island, or the area, not island, but the area of this game is supposed to be twice the size of five. And you got to imagine they're going to take this opportunity to kind of wipe the slate clean on GTA Online that's had just bolt-on after bolt-on after bolt-on on it, and it's their chance to finally just build a new house mm-hmm. instead of expanding the old one. So I'm I'm guessing... I'm guessing they're going to try to make a proper next gen or current gen MMO, you know, uh, mm-hmm. out of this. So, yeah, I mean, we'll find out in probably two years, but at least, uh, at least they're saying. If, it, if it's one thing we know about Rockstar, it's they got time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they got all the time and all the money. All so. the monies. Uh, something I don't have, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so shall we talk a little TGAs though? The other big news from last week: uh, the Keeleys kicked off and had a uh, you know nice little thing. I I could not watch it. I don't know if you guys did, so I don't know how the actual show went. Um, Shannon couldn't be bothered. Justin, did you? I did watch it live, and. I it went you know about as well as a game awards show would go. There was no fun surprise guests this year. We didn't get an uh, orthodox rabbi. Bill Clinton didn't come up on stage this year. Um, no uh, Al Pacino this year. Yeah, no Al Pacino or no fuck the Oscars moment. Um, Anthony Mackie did come out on stage, mm. and uh, he was very awkward like he seemed like he was almost drunk um he he announced that we are indeed getting twisted metal season two which was cool yeah boy but like the entire time he was on stage it almost seemed like he was trying to synthetically produce a keanu reeves like no you're beautiful (laughs) moment like he Uh was trying so hard to like make that moment happen and it, it just was not working because he is not Keanu Reeves, and it was just failing. Um, and then also, the dude who plays Shang-Chi came out, and apparently 
broke his leg playing basketball or something so he like hobbled out on stage and like <laughs> cast and was like talking about that for five minutes and i'm like oh, okay um the the part though that absolutely pissed me off the most is fucking kojima had the balls he comes out on stage he comes through a door it's the fucking door from pt that motherfucker came out on stage in the door for pt and showed whatever 30 second doesn't even look like a game whatever like demo thing for his next thing he's working on and i'm like this thing better be the fucking spiritual successor to pt i swear to god like he came out on stage through the PT door, sparked that little glimmer of hope that I might be getting PT again, just to like talk on stage with Jordan Peele for 15 minutes about whatever project he's working on that transcends gaming and movies and whatever, and it's not a game, it's not a movie, it's some entire new form of media that the world's never seen before. Uh, sure. Yeah. I totally believe you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I the only thing I took away from uh, Twitter uh, telling me about this game award was that people were pretty upset because it seemed like they were trying to go to a more mainstream type of award show for video games. Um, and that being said, it was more gimmicky. There were more musical numbers. They were trying to cram like cram like famous people, like actors and like you know musicians in there. Like, they just felt it was busied up to be something that they didn't want it to be. And that is true. And it was a lot of that. Like, the the actual awards, so many of them, which normally I get it. Like, the esports one, usually kind of, like, between the commercials, right? Oh, here's, like, best esports player or whatever. And they kind of just rattle those mm -hmm. off. But even some of the main, like, awards, like, oh, best fight, like, on the side, they're like, oh, yeah, here was best fighting game. Yeah, it was Street Fighter. Cool. Anyway, next. And I'm like, dude, that was, like... No one even came up on stage for that or anything. It was just best family game was also just kind of like on the side that yeah it was Mario Wonder anyway, and I'm like oh, okay like we we didn't make time for this but we made time for fucking Timothy Chalamet or whatever the fuck his name is to come out on stage and do whatever. It's just like okay like what are we even doing at this point? Like people come oh. up to accept the awards and they have like twenty seconds to talk and then they get the music played to get the fuck off stage. It's like dude. <laughs> like, is this an award show or what? Well, you know, because I think, I think the reality that they're grappling with is people don't want an award show. They want E3. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They want announcements. They want to know the next big thing. And sure, is it nice to see, like, you know, Super Mario Wonder winning Best Family Game or Street Fighter winning Best you know, uh, uh, fighting game, you know, Baldur's Gate winning everything. Like, is that awesome to see for fans of those games? Sure. And is it great to recognize the developers of those games? Yes. The percentage of people in that audience that are here to see that is incredibly small. It's incredibly small. And that's taking nothing away from those people and their accomplishments. And they should get credit for all that stuff. I'm just being realistic that, what two thirds of the people that are tuning in are tuning in to see Kojima bring out, you know, walk through a door and talk about OD another two letter title that, you know, sounds kind of like PT and 
so they can get on Twitter and use their thumbs and be like, oh my God. And that's why a lot of people are there. That's why journalists cover it. If none of that stuff happened, you it would be on Twitter and off Twitter in an hour and no one would talk about it again. I mean, I think that's just what they need to do is just make it Jeff Keeley 3. D E three. Key three? Yeah. Key three? E three. I mean, I've seen I saw so many articles this week saying the same thing that you just said. Like basically, we yeah. don't want an award show. We want an E three. Just give us that. Just do it better than the people who organized E three did it. Yeah. Like that's all they want. And I mean that'd be perfectly fine. If you just basically said, here's an hour of trailers, like, or like what's coming up in the next year. And then in between each one, you sprinkled in like uh, a, a graphic saying, here's the winner for best family game. You know, bam, sure. keep it quick. Get somebody to say thank you, pick up the award, walk off. And honestly, I think that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, but but it's hard to get those people there. When you're telling them, yeah, we're just moving you in and out, dude. Like, just, you know, keep keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Like, don't even worry about it. We got to get to this next trailer. You're not going to get people to show up. You're just not. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it going to be interesting to see how this, it, from where they were five years ago to now, is very interesting. And I think from where they're going to be five years from now is going to be very interesting. Do you morph into the Oscars of video games? Or do you just turn into another E3, a winter E3, where Microsoft gets to come up and be like, hey, dog, Baldur's Gate 3 out today. Woo. And, you know, and everyone <laughs> high fives and says, fuck the series S and keeps <laughs> going, you know, like, is it, is that what it's going to be? And it might be, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. We got off, ta off target here. We should talk about some things that won some things. Uh, Justin best action adventure game, tears of the kingdom. Yeah. You know, I was actually happy that, you know, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake 2 did not manage to take 100% of the awards. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's be clear. Baldur's Gate 3 won almost everything it was nominated for, uh, including Game of the Year and Best Performance. Uh, best Performance is, is by an actor. It's not how it runs. It's, you know, so Neil Newbon won it for uh, best performance. Um, but then I, I, to your, what you were just saying also, I like that Alan Wake T won best art direction, even though hi-fi rush, maybe, maybe should have gotten there. See, I don't know. Like, I think I actually voted, uh, for mm -hmm. the game. I think I voted for hi-fi rush, but, you know, it's like if Alan Wake was to lose that one, like the only thing I would want it to lose to is Hi-Fi Rush, which I am happy that Hi-Fi Rush did win Best Audio Design because it 100% deserves it. Yeah, I, I think um, I think I'm... It's just for look and feel and vibe, Hi-Fi Rush was just so good. 
like everything everything about that game complemented the vision they had you know the music everything in the game moving to the beat uh your attacks going to the beat you know, the the way the music was integrated seamlessly throughout the entire thing the look of the bosses the look of the enemies like it just all flowed it went so well uh, I was kind of bummed that it it lost that one, but everything you've told me about Alan Wake Two that I've read about Alan Wake Two, it just sounds like it sounds like a, a middleweight going against a heavyweight. And, yeah, and I think it's it's to take nothing away from it, but I think it just wasn't in the same weight class. Yeah, the only one I was also like, unfortunately upset about. Man, dude, I really wanted Pizza Tower to win best debut indie game, like. If it was going to lose to someone, like, I'm not sad that it lost to Cocoon, because Cocoon is really mm-hmm. good, but I was like, man, I really wanted Pizza Tower to, to win. Um, but Sea of Stars also won Best Indie Game. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you, Justin, as, a, as an indie dev yourself, um, your thoughts on the whole Dave the Diver thing? Is indie a look of a game, or does it actually mean independently published? Because why is Dave the Diver on there? I don't know, man. Dude, it is, it is kind of bullshit that Dave the Diver is on there. Like, because I feel like a lot of people are, oh, well, you know, it has pixel graphics and whatever. It's an indie game. It's like, bro, this thing's like backed by like a billion dollar company, and. You know, it's, like, funny seeing, like, yeah, Dave the Diver. Like, the team for Dave the Diver, I think, is, like, massive. It's, like, double A, like, standard, whatever. Like, Pizza Tower was made by, like, two people. (laughs) You know, Cocoon was made Mm -hmm. by, like, a handful of people. Like, and even Cocoon, like, Cocoon is, like, that, like, borderline area where there's, like, yes, it's indie, but it's, like, a lot of, like, heavy hit, like, they've done, like, Limbo, and it has, like, a lot of, like, really talented people on that game. Well, sure, but that doesn't make it less indie. No, it doesn't. Um, So, I mean, that is justified, but I'm just like, yeah, Dave the Diver, though, is not really an indie game. It was just kind of basically marketed as one, Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, people have seen behind the curtain <laughs> to see like yeah, it yeah. for what it really is. Well, but it's also like, they just looked at where the money came from and yeah. was like, Hey, hey that, that's not the same as these, you know, one of these things is not like the other. Right. Uh, Shannon, did you ever play cocoon? No. Ah, uh, cause I wanted, I don't know if I would pick cocoon over dredge. Dredge is pretty good. Like, I mean, I think, I think I enjoyed the mechanics of Cocoon more than Dredge, but I really liked the whole vibe of Dredge and, and the, like, fishing games talk to me. I don't know. Like, no, what, I get what it. do you think? I mean, Cocoon, when I heard you guys talk about it, like, putting spheres in spheres and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to do that puzzle solving, like, my brain was melting just hearing about it. And maybe... Until you get to the last third of that game. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe maybe it was just me, like, building it up based off of what you guys were talking. But at the same time, like, that's not... 
there are times when I feel like I want a game like that, but right now where I'm at in my life, I want a game where I don't really have to think much. Like just, you know, point me in a direction and let me smash stuff. You bring up a really good point because I think both of those games are specific games for specific people. Mm -hmm. Like you really have to enjoy puzzle games to like Cocoon. Like if you are a casual puzzle game person, I could see people bouncing off it real quick. As soon as you get that third sphere, you're going to be like, okay, and I've done my cocoons experience. This is great. I'm done here. Um, And same with dredge. Like you have to be okay with a slower paced, Mm -hmm. you know, like thinking about your upgrade tree, thinking about how you want to approach a certain level. Like you have to, you have to be okay with that. It's not fast. It's not heavy action. It's story based. And, the mechanic is fishing and it's slow and it's, you know, and so I think if, if those aren't your jam, I can see people bouncing off that, which is kind of why I think cocoon winning this category is interesting because I would think a game like pizza tower or a puzzle game like viewfinder would have more mass appeal than either one of those. Like, Cocoon's prettier, but I think Viewfinder might be a better puzzle game for for the general audience. Do you feel that, because uh, wasn't, uh, didn't, hum- was that game Humanity, or like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. didn't that, I mean, that didn't get nominated for anything, did it? And that seemed to be a lot more, like, in that genre of games than, you know, it seemed to That's be- actually a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seemed to be like they got it. They got a pretty strong snub. They got snubbed. Those poor guys. Yeah, it is sad that they did not uh, get nominated. But what can you do? Hmm. Not much. I mean, you can pout about it like Spider Man did, but yeah, Spider Man didn't win anything either. <laughs> Which, I mean, I think. Spider-Man not winning, I think, speaks a little to just how dominant Baldur's Gate 3 was this whole year. It, I mean, I don't know about you, Justin, but pretend Baldur's Gate 3 doesn't come out this year, right? Mm-hmm. Does Spider-Man, th- Sp- Spider-Man 3, does Spider-Man <laughs> 2 beat Alan Wake 2 in say best narrative or well i mean alan wake 2 won that one uh but i was like best narrative i don't think so (laughs) but in in game of the year or some of these other categories like because that's the other big heavy hitter that everyone loves is alan wake 2 i think it would have had more of a chance and that's kind of what's interesting Mm -hmm. too is if Baldur's gate wasn't on some of these like you know, I think we would have seen maybe, like, Resident Evil 4 in more spots. We might have seen, like, Dead Space Remake in more spots. Sure. Like, it, you know, pushed a lot of these, like, other games that came out this year. Like, you know, a lot of these categories had the same two or three. Like, Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake 2, and Spider-Man 2, like, took up a lot of different categories. And so it's like when the say out of the six options, when half of them are going to be the same games in every one, like, it limits what those other three could possibly even be. Um, I know, like, what the 
the Star Wars Jedi game or whatever, didn't that come out this year? Like, where the fuck yep. was that? That's yep. nowhere on here to be found. Like, so but many things I, I just think, got swept under. But that also I, just speaks to the year. Sorry, Shannon. I, yeah. I, I, no, sorry. Fine. I was just going to say, I think that, like, speaks to maybe needing different categories. Because, I mean, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, uh, Dead Space Remake, like... You're talking a, like a lot of like remakes and sequels. Like they're not, mm-hmm. they're not, you know, pushing the envelope of gaming, right? I mean, they're not doing anything can I, new. Can I interest you in the game of the year category, which is Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Spider Man Two, Resident Evil Four remake, and the Zelda sequel <laughs> and a two D Mario sequel? I mean, get, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. This is the world we live in right now, unfortunately. I know. I mean, I mean they're great games, right? I and mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they should be, you know, they should be held at the level that they're at for a reason, right? They're they're all right. great games. That being said, like, it's more of the same, which is why they're where they are, right? Like, those first games that came out were amazing games. And, like, you know, it, they're just following in the footsteps. Like, Baldur's Gate winning out is basically because it was... Even though it is, like, the third in the sequel in the series, like, you know, the innovation and I think the 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 technology that they used in that game was substantial enough to warrant, you know, giving it the... the oh, the sure. Sure, sure. But, you know, Spider-Man, did Spider-Man really do anything other than giving us, like, two Spider-Man games in one? I mean, not really. Uh, it's... It's probably one of the best stories I've played this year. Like the narr- the narrative is what I would recognize Spider-Man two for. Plus, it runs so well, dude. Like moving through that city and the fighting, as frenetic it is, and everything. It, it's. I'm not disagreeing with you because, in reality, it's an incredibly polished version of the first two games. But that's fucking rad um <laughs> you know so i don't you're not wrong you're not wrong at all like i i agree with you it's just man playing that game kicks ass i'm sorry it just rules so i don't know um well yeah so we don't have to to continue to beat this horse uh but let's talk about what got announced which was why most people were there anyway mm-hmm. uh justin why don't you enlighten us with some things that were announced dude i'm excited a two of my favorite announcements ow that was my knee so two of my favorite (laughs) announcements uh came during the pre-show actually which was crazy we're getting a world of goo too which Ah. is insane to me like and i love the fact that even the trailer for it references like the little people come out and they're like i can't believe it's been 15 years and i was like oh it has been 15 years but uh it looks so good like it looks like it does it does it looks exactly how i remember one looking but like hd and like looks very nice We, we have to come up with a term for that we mention it all the time, where it's like the sequel looks like how you, you remember, remember the game, yeah. and then you look at the original and you're like, "This looks like a pile of dog shit." Like, what happened here? <laughs> and it, it's there's we have to coin a phrase or a term, a word we can make up for that. If it's if anyone has suggestions, <laughs> yeah, if anyone has suggestions, throw them my way. I don't know, but people my... will call them like what? What are the the old school tube? monitor uh, tvs called 
Shannon? Like the not the flat screen TVs, the old box ones we used to have. What are those referred to? Oh, the cathode ray tubes. Yeah, CRTs. Mm-hmm. They will, like we'll call it CRT goggles or something <laughs> like that. Like instead of beer goggles, I don't know. CRT yeah. vision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, my other favorite announcement though. Dude, we're getting speaking of twos, we're getting Pony Island Two Panda Circus. Uh, Panda Circus. Now, this is the guy that did Inscription, right? Yes. And, dude, the trailer for this looks apeshit. It looks like Pony Island 1 and Inscription had a child. It's got, like, uh, live-action-looking segments in it. It has some, like, Pony Island-looking. It has some, like, 3D Inscription-looking moments in it. It looks awesome. I'm beyond... Like, Daniel... Daniel Mullins... His games are almost like if the Remedy team truly didn't give any fucks. You know how they're just like, we're going to have live action TV shows in our games. And isn't that neat? And he's like, hold my beer. Or, you know, yeah. like it's just, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I have to say after inscription, I'm in with whatever this guy's got next. Like I'm, I'm super in. Yeah. I'm- uh, like, can we talk? Can I mention the sequel that I I don't know if you're going to get to, but is probably my most anticipated thing out of what was announced is the rise of the Golden Idol, the case of the Golden Idol sequel. I that saw that and uh, I didn't think of you when that was announced. Yeah, uh, Color Gray Games, uh, they're they're announcing an announced a new uh, game in the Golden Idol now series, which I'm extremely happy about um and if you have never played the case of the golden idol you should fix that it is fantastic it is one of my favorite games that i played this year even though it came out last year so if you're paying attention about the 2022 2023 game of the year i think uh, i might have tipped my hand there um but yeah i am incredibly stoked for this i believe it was a 2024 date on that but uh I'm gonna wish list that bitch as soon as it goes up. So uh yeah. Dude, I'm in. There was another one that I was incredibly excited for, and when I saw it, I immediately thought of Shannon. Like me, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy person, but I am mm. a huge of mana person, and Visions of Mana mm-hmm. was announced, and that shit looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I haven't looked at the trailer yet, and I was like, oh, what is this? I want to take a look at it right now. I will wait. I wait. I, I am excited about any uh, RPGs. I saw that uh, there was another one. Uh, what was it? Metaphor. Um, it's done by Atlas. Like I don't know if I trust. I don't. I don't know if I like Atlas RPGs, but it looks interesting to me as well. Um, but yeah, give me that Visions of Mana. Um, I'm surprised both of you didn't mention the Senua Saga uh, trailer. Uh, anybody getting excited about that one? Uh, finally it, starting to see more uh, more traction. You know what? I, just give me the goddamn game. I don't want. I'm sick of trailers. You've been showing me this shit for four years. Don't show me a damn thing until the game drops. Like I'm 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 over it. Like I want to play the game. You you convinced me. I want to play this game. Stop talking about it and just give me the game, please. Like, I I don't know if, Justin, you're in the same boat as I am, but I, it's almost just gotten frustrating now. 
when they're like, oh, check out more Senua Saga. And it's like, no, just give me the games. Like, I don't want to watch it. I want to play it. No, I, I was excited that we are finally like, they're like, guess what? This thing was announced almost like a Xbox One launch title. And now it's finally <laughs> getting a release date. So yeah, I yeah. am excited that it is coming out. Unfortunately, that got overshadowed by the fact that Skull and Bones is finally coming uh, out. February oh, yeah. <laughs> February 16th, 2024. It's I'm so bummed out. everyone can see you dabbing. Yeah, uh, dude, it was uh, maximum dabbage. Um, maximum dabbage. Yeah. Uh, now, does, now, does it hit the date of February 16th? Hell no, right? Dude, it's been delayed like five times. I feel like it has to. Like, even if it is, uh, like, really? you launch the it game and it crashes, it has to just, they're like, we'll fix it in post. Like, just get it out there. Um, dude, we'll, that is going to be so funny. It, it, that's exactly what's going to happen is they're going to put it out. They're going to be like, well, guys, we did it. And everybody's going to be like, it's buggy as fuck. And they're going to yeah. be like, yeah. oh, nope, nope, we did it, guys. We did it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> like we tried to make the servers like the seven seas choppy and unpredictable <laughs> um the sega announcing new uh shinobi golden axe crazy taxi and jet set radio games do anything for you that it was did. insane i and they just kind of rattled that off together and they, oh yeah no by the way this is like seven new games and they're in the works right now I love me some Gauntlet, man. Just give me that, like, Gauntlet Legends or something like that. Just yeah. give me that again. I, I'm down for, like, a Streets of Rage 4 era, like, Rebirth of Golden Axe. Like, give me that. I'm down. Um, It reminded me, though, that trailer reminded me a lot of... Do you remember when the ID and Xbox trailer did the whole thing and in the middle of it was... uh. <sighs> It's Mugman and what's the other one? Cup, Old timey cartoon. Cuphead? Cup, Cuphead. Cuphead. In the middle of it was Cuphead, right? And they showed like three seconds of it. And I knew the secondary character. I know, Mugman. that's what was like, so funny. Is I'm like, you remembered yeah. Mugman, but not the fucking guy whose name. Yeah. Uh, but in the middle of this like 30 second trailer, there was like three or five seconds of Cuphead. And everyone was doing like, wait, 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 stop. Can you go back? What was that? What was that thing? That looked rad. What Rewind, rewind. What was that? That was kind of this, because it was like three seconds of like, crazy taxi and, uh, you know, and all the jet set radio. And it was just one of those like, wait, 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 can we talk about those? Can you go yeah. back and talk about any of that? That looked awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see what they, uh, what they bring out there. Um any other things uh, jumping out at you before we push on? Uh, Jurassic Park Survival. Dude, that's going to get a lot of run in my house. That I showed that to Megan, and she was like, day one, I'm there. Yeah. Also, I was really surprised to see a Blade trailer. Like, that's I didn't even know the, there's a Blade game. Like, what? <laughs> my thing is, like, dude, that movie is going through production hell right now. And I'm like, dude, if the game comes out before the movie, that's going to be even funnier. Yeah. Well, that, you know that was a uh, predetermined thing before the movie lost its, like, third director. Right. So. Oh, we didn't talk uh, God of War Ragnarok getting the Valhalla DLC, free DLC, December 12th, uh, which is tomorrow, by the way, probably the day you're hearing this. I am uh, definitely playing that tomorrow. 
because Ragnarok kicks all the ass. So I'll be there. Um, Big Walk. That looked like a Justin Carter special. Yeah, that was right there. that was the last one I wanted to talk about. That I was excited. It's by the same studio, House House, that did Goose Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just it looks cute. It looks like reminds me a lot of Bug Snacks. Like you're these little like ant looking people walking around, and it's like cute, and you're just kind of exploring around doing shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, sign me up. I'm there. All right, and then. Uh... Oh, did that uh, the new uh, Rebirth trailer do anything for you, Shannon? Are you, you do you not care because you're already like buying Seven Rebirth no matter what? I'm buying it no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just checking. I'm like already in. Like my money's already gone. Like I'm just waiting for the game to show up magically <laughs> on my PlayStation Five. All right. Fair enough. Um, anything else you gentlemen would like to discuss about this before we push on? No, I mean, all in all, I think it was a, it was a decent showing, um, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it's, I wanted more, I wanted more trailers, more cool trailers. Yeah. That's all. The only other thing would probably be like the Light No Fire, the new game from the No Man's Sky, and I love how Twitter was losing it, where you're like, you know, please oh, yeah. Scott, like... You know, this is your next game after No Man's Sky. It took you 10 years of updating it and fixing it. Like, don't make any too big promises. Like, we're making Earth 2, guys. It's like, oh, God, he's doing it again. The man's going to make all these promises for this fucking shit that he's going to have to live up to. We're doing the entire planet. It's not a a universe. It's just one planet, but down to the insects in the ground. Oh, God. Yeah. I did. I did think it was pretty funny that they did release the day before. They kind of like stealth dropped it um, for people to play, and it was supposed to be like this MMO, like like you know, huge MMO game that you could play. And people are now you know blasting them on Twitter, basically saying it's just a, it's not, it's not an MMO. It's just a, it's just a, just another game that gives you the the illusion of an MMO, but it is not. Mm. So, you know. Kind of, like, kind of like Diablo 4. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so should we do a little uh, what we have been playing? Or what do you think? I mean, I haven't been playing much of anything. Like this week has been chaotic with Christmas mm-hmm. coming up. Like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have time to play video games. I have time to sleep, maybe eat a little bit. I, I uh, dug into the second season of Diablo a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah? Um did I'm you do really a necromancer st- again? No, I tried a barbarian because I hadn't built one yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, the barbarian sucks. <laughs> that is a boring class to play. I mean, for me, I'm sure people love it. But for me, anyway, at least starting that game out, like that is a boring class. And mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten any really good drops in the first couple hours. So it's not like I keep waiting for like that weapon that's going to change it. Uh, but kind of considering just starting over with like a sorcerer or a druid and moving on with my life, letting, letting, uh, old Zackle the barbarian die. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's Diablo. It's still Diablo. Like I'm still enjoying it. It's fun. It's nice to have newer quests and all that stuff. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not really seeing a big difference between uh, this one and the first season at all. No. It's like, oh, there's vampires now. All right. Lots uh, of uh, them. A lot of them. Yes. <laughs> a lot. But, you know, it's it's still Diablo. I'm still having fun. Uh, I downloaded, uh, I believe it was 108 gigs. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of updates. Uh, yeah, uh, well, not for that. Not for that. I want to check out season five of Halo Infinite. Because they've added a firefight. <laughs> they've added firefight back into it. And apparently people are just wiling on Forge. And so I want to check it out. So I downloaded it. I haven't fired it up yet. Uh, it took most of last night to download. Because, holy shit, 100 gigs. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what they've done. Because I'll be, I'll, to be fair, I haven't touched it in a year. And everything I'm reading and hearing about it says they've improved it greatly. You put on those cat ears, boy. Like, right as you log in, you put them cat yep. ears on, you go shoot some people in the face. Uh, my daughter uh, my daughter has Bluetooth headphones that are cat ears. <laughs> so I should just wear those as my headphones as I play. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. I played more SteamWorld Build. Mm. Uh, that's still interesting. Um, I had like I kind of end up abandoning my first town <laughs> and started up another one on because honestly, that game needs a better tutorial. It 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 kind of walks you through how to do a lot of stuff in the beginning. It's not that there's no tutorial. Like it it lays out pretty well what to do. The problem is it doesn't really tell you like, oh, when this shit goes south, you need to do this, this, and this to get out of the hole, right? And you find that how you're laying out your town really hurts if <laughs> you start if things start to go south and you need to build other stuff to make people happy and do all that. And so taking the knowledge that first thing gave me and then uh, taking that to the new, a new map to start over uh, helped immensely and made that game a lot more fun. But uh, yeah, it's still, I mean, it's on game pass. Highly recommend people check it out. It's, it's more fun than it should be. I don't know. I, but again, like I said before, those games just appeal to me. They, the always busy doing something, to to improve your town is is fun to me. I don't know. But yeah, those are the things I've been digging in. Nice. Uh I have been playing more Star Ocean Second Story R. Hmm. Um you know, it's a good game. I like it. Uh I like my characters. Um they're pretty uh you know, they do a good job like uh, of when you're controlling one character, the other two do a pretty good job of staying alive, which is good because there are a lot of battles where like I have seriously miscalculated something and uh, gotten like one shotted by like a boss. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, "Ooh, that was a, a major mistake. Well, I hope my computer friends can keep me going for a little bit. And my they computer usually, friends. Yeah. And they can they and they pick me back up 
Oh, or they, you know, they stay alive long enough for me to transfer over to one of them to so that I can actually kind of do what I want them to do. Sure. Um, so uh, in that respect, uh, you know, I like it. I like the game. I like the controls. Um, so I'm going to stick with that for a little bit longer. Um, been playing some more Mario Wonder with my with my son. Um, and that's cool because he's. I finally... need to get. I need to get back in that. I really need to get back in that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's finally understood that like if he is a Yoshi, like he will not die unless he like jumps off of a cliff. Um, so mm -hmm. that makes things a lot more, uh, forgiving for him. So he's definitely uh, a lot less frustrated with the game, which is great. Cause then I can play Mario and, uh, get the power ups and do the fun stuff. And then I, I can jump on his back and he can run around and cause mischief or like vice versa. And, um, you know, it's fun. It's fun to play with, with my son. So that's all I've been doing. Ooh. Justin, how about you? Um, so what's funny is I, it kind of in the same boat as you, I didn't really get to play a lot of games this week just cause I've been busy, but I got to watch Megan play this one game. It's on game pass. It's called Coral Island. Mm, that uh, sounds oh, is that the one that's kind of animal crossing ish? Yes. It's kind of animal crossing, okay. kind of ooblets, you know, looking, mm -hmm. um, where you're on this Island and it kind of reminds me of some aspects of like kind of like Dave the Diver too like you know it has it's on like a day night kind of cycle but like you have this where you're like going around trying to upgrade the town and you plant crops and stuff but at the same time you're also diving underwater and like cleaning trash out of the ocean and stuff and doing that so there's kind of like multiple things like depending on the time of day and stuff, you're like, oh, I can go, like, here and do this, but then, oh, now this shop's closed, whatever. Well, now I can go, like, under the sea and, like, do a bunch of stuff down there or whatever to mm -hmm. finish out the rest of my day. Uh, what's funny, though, is, dude, apparently on Xbox, it has some, like, major, like, the game crashes a lot. Uh, and Megan's been running into that. I guess it's been more or less patched on PlayStation and Steam, but they haven't released an update for Xbox to fix it. But there's, like, this point okay. where, like, Megan keeps trying to turn in these items into the museum to, like, upgrade it and do whatever, but literally every time, no matter what, when she tries to turn in the items to upgrade the museum, it's, like, the cutscene for upgrading the museum just hard crashes the game every oh, time like there's no wow. there's no way around it and i tried looking it up i even tried installing the game on my laptop and seeing i'm like hey you know maybe it works on this version or whatever and then that way you can just yeah and you can progress and then yeah because yeah, it has cloud save so i'm like yeah you know progress on here and then you can go back onto the xbox but even on mine it crashed at the same exact point and it's not even just that one point. There's been random times where Megan's just playing. It's just the game just all of a sudden, like, quit working. And she lost a bunch of progress or whatever. So, yeah, she's been slowly working through it. And I'm, like, hoping for her sake that they eventually, like, hopefully, like, pretty soon are able to patch it and fix it mm -hmm. so that she can continue playing it. Because I know she, like, desperately wants to play it, but it's just can't because of the technical difficulties of it i do appreciate your uh, out of the box thinking on that though like hey let me just move that over here right and try um, yeah try i'm like let me try my hardest to you know alleviate 
this uh, frustration here, but unfortunately, it was still no solve go. this solve this cocoon level puzzle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Let me take then, the game and run yeah. it somewhere else. And then I'm going to put this game and over in this box, and then move <laughs> that box to this box, and yeah, Patrick's para box. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Well, uh, do we hear sirens? I hear some sirens. Them sirens. Them there sirens, as Shannon would say. Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, the biggest upset of the week did not happen at the Game Awards. I started a little show called Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix. No. Yeah. And, uh, holy shit, it might be one of the best things I've seen this entire year. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Have either one of you watched it? No, not yet. Oh, I don't even know what it's about. Like, I mean, I assume Dude. it's about a blue-eyed samurai, but that's about as much as I know. Okay, so the setting is uh, was it Edo era Japan, sixteen like sixteen hundreds Japan. The borders have been completely shut. All foreigners have been kicked out or, or killed that are in Japan. Uh. There are four white guys left in Japan, and uh, they are all like smugglers or traffickers, or they're they're four awful dudes, right? Okay. The protagonist of the story, Mizu, uh, one one of those four dudes is her father, and essentially abandoned the mom. Uh, Baby was born with blue eyes, right? Making her a half-breed, a unpure person. Like, she's basically doomed to a life of being cast out by society, right? Uh, the This whole thing ends up with them burning her mom's house down with her mom inside it. And she escapes, is forced to live on the streets as a child... Um, she is pretending to be a boy this whole time as a child, because it'll be way worse if she's a girl. Um, and comes across a blind swords maker, a sword maker who, uh, is like world, like nationally renowned. Everyone comes to this guy to get one of his swords, right? It's, and he slowly teaches her how to make swords and, takes her on as an apprentice the entire time not knowing she has blue eyes and not knowing she's a girl uh she also is very hellbent on revenge from a very young age and teaches herself sword play and all this stuff as she's making swords um all of this is happening in cuts back and forth you see her as an adult being a man in society and kind of John wicking her way through things. Like she is driven by revenge period. Like she has no time for friends. She has no time for, you know, love. She has no time for anything, anything except the goal. And this whole thing is getting this first guy who is teamed up with basically a big drug runner, you know, uh, in the era, in that era. And, um, they're trying to the 
the white guy and the drug runner are trying to influence the Shogun to kind of reopen the borders and so this guy can restart his business, right? Um, and she... <laughs> she's just getting to her goal, man. And yeah. And the way the story is told, though, it's like... It cuts back and forth. It speaks in metaphors. She's given a lot of things that are throwing her off her trail, but she's figuring out how to handle them on the fly and stick and get back to the line she wants to be on. Um, you know, one of the first things that happens is a fight in a noodle house and the owner of the noodle house's son, Ringo has, he has no hands. He was born without hands. And so he's got like, these straps on his, where his wrist would be that he attaches tools to. And he's the best soba person in that whole area. Right. Like he figured out how to be this like great cook doing, you know, working with what he's got. And he sees Mizu just kick ass and take names. And it's just like, I'm following you. You're great. I want greatness. Like that is what I want. And he's just this big goofy, like kind of, He's comic relief, but he's like this big guy that's just kind of a goofy dude. And he likes, you know, he likes having fun. He likes making jokes. He likes doing all this stuff. And she is just deadly serious. You know, never, will never crack a smile. And so he ends up just kind of following her, even though she keeps threatening to kill him the whole time. And like, he's like, but I'm useful. And she's just like, fuck off basically like at one point she's like if i see you again i will kill you and the next time she sees him he's basically saving her ass and and he looks down at her and goes useful <laughs> and keeps going <laughs> you know so now so now it's like he's just like hanging around as her apprentice and she's just like you don't want to be like me stop it you know like it just keeps going back and forth but as it goes along you're getting more and more of her backstory which is just completely fucked. And it, they do a great job of explaining how she is, how she is like how she got to how she is. And, you know, the John Wick movies are a good comparison as far as the level of action, which is phenomenal. The action in this, the, the fifth episode, right? I'm, I'm sorry. I'll get, I'll circle back. The fifth episode starts as a puppet show you're watching a puppet show about a Ronin and his bride and piece by piece, you get a, her story like interlaced into that puppet show and the current story of her fighting like an army in a brothel <laughs> and, and it's all just woven together. It's masterful. Like all of it makes sense. You can follow all of it. The metaphor that runs through all three lines is incredibly powerful. It's just, it's amazing storytelling. It's amazing storytelling. There's, there's not a wasted scene. Everything means something. And you guys just need to watch it. It's, I'm sad that I'm five episodes in and there's <laughs> only eight, but, but we got the word today. Second season was uh, given the green light. Second season is coming. I'm incredibly happy about that. Uh, but yes, you you guys need to watch this because I have to talk about it once you've seen it. It's 
Yeah, I'm, I almost uh, feel like I went. I, I almost feel like I went into too much detail just now because I'm gushing. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm proud of you for like going down this deep dark rabbit hole of anime and like finding one that like is your is now, your boot. Now here's the thing. I'm not going to come here and talk to you and say it's not anime, <laughs> right? Right. I won't. I won't say that. However. I will say it's more it doesn't it doesn't look like a fucking Dragon Ball cartoon. You know what I mean? Like this thing is it's it's beautifully animated. Uh it's it's got more in common with like a Miyazaki movie mm-hmm. animation style than it does mm-hmm. with your traditional anime. Um but but yes. I was surprised too, Shannon. It took me off guard. <laughs> it was one of those like I saw enough buzz about it. And I'm like, I'll give it an episode. And by the end of the first episode, I was all the way fucking <laughs> like both feet, like up to the knees. I was just like, well, all right, I guess I'll sit here for another two hours and watch two more episodes. Uh, I was going to say, was this yeah. like, uh, it was like late at night and everybody else was in bed and you were just like, man, I'm bored. I don't really want to play video games. I just want to yeah. watch something. And it was like, that was the thing that you chose. Well, the kids had left Netflix up. Mm-hmm. It was on the it was on the screen. I was like, oh yeah, that was that thing. I remember people talking about that. My wife's watching her show in the bedroom that it's I have zero interest in watching. And I was just exactly. I'm like, I don't really want to play anything. I'm just want to sit here and not think for a while. And I'm like, I'll hit play on this. And Jesus Christ, man, I was <laughs> so in, just so in. Um, but yes, you please watch it. I need to talk about this with humans, so please come on. Zach started um, it. And Netflix hit him with the "Are you still watching?" and he's like, "God damn it!" Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'm like, why well, you gotta call me out like this, Netflix? Um, <laughs> but yes, you guys watched anything? Uh, I watched the new Hunger Games: Ballad of Song and Snakes movie. How is that? I've heard it actually it was pretty good. So I'm going to be honest, like the beginning, I thought it actually, it starts out, I felt like really good. It is long. Like that shit is two and a half hours long and it feels, yes, it is two and a half hours long and it feels two and a half hours long. Like it doesn't feel that long in the beginning, but dude, like the middle of the movie just drags on and it's like, I don't know why. It's like it's so weird because it's like they go what what and it's like okay the tenth Hunger Games or whatever and all that happens and that's like maybe the first like third of the movie and then I'm like okay like what are we doing from here and then it's like all this like post game like whatever and it's just like it goes nowhere and it's just like super slow and then at the end they're like oh that's right this guy's a bad guy we need to make him the bad guy it does like the miss marvel thing we're like and we're running out of time so we gotta fucking accelerate this shit and then now all of a sudden it's like the last like 20 minutes are like all right yeah this is gonna happen now and i'm like why couldn't we have done that like 20 minutes ago like why did we focus so much on this shit and then rush the ending like i don't we could have easily cut 20 minutes out somewhere in the middle to make more room for this exposition instead of like rushing the character development to now at the end, he looks like he belongs in like a Fantastic Beast movie, and 
he's like a bad he's guy. He looks like he has like this tall, like red fucking like jacket with like a collar up to like his ears and shit. He honestly, if I saw a still image of him at the end, I swear to God, I would think it was from like the crime of fucking Griswold or something like that. <laughs> But all in all, it was all right. Like if you're a fan of Hunger Games, whatever, like wait for it to come to Paramount Plus. I couldn't recommend going to see it in theaters, but wait for it to come out okay. on streaming the watch. Was uh, it better than uh, Mockingjay? Because that that shit stank on ice. So which one was Mo- was that the last one? That that last one, the last one. Yeah. I mean. I mean, well, the last one, they had to divide into two parts, and it was one of those things where the first part was kind of, uh, and then they, like, you're like, okay, yeah, we're ending it in the second movie. So, in terms of being a consecutive story, I think it was better than the last one, since, you know, it didn't take two movies to tell this story, but... Sure. Um, dude, I also... Because <laughs> well, I know they couldn't get away with that shit again. Right, so... right, yeah, we already played that card once. Yeah. Uh... I also, I watch, I've never seen Elf beginning to end. Like, I've always seen clips of it. Yeah, I've always seen clips of it. Like, usually the first, like, 15 minutes, I've never seen the full movie beginning to end. Um, And Megan put it on today, and it was one of those where it's just like, God, dude, Will Ferrell's so fucking, I love Will Ferrell. And the fact that uh, his, not his mom, but his dad's wife, or whatever, like, is the mom from fucking Step Brothers? I was like, dude, that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought it was, it was one of those where I was kind of, it was like the, Megan's watching it, and I was kind of interested, and then, like, a funny part happens, and then before you know it, I'm, like, sitting on the edge of the couch watching it, and then having to, like, get up to go to the kitchen, like, I'm, like, trying to keep an eye on it, and it sucked me in. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a top-tier movie. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, my uh, my my wife does not like uh, Will Ferrell, uh, and uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not perfect people, uh, but it is, one of, it, it is it is the one movie that she will sit down and watch. That is a Will Ferrell movie. So, where does it rank on your, where does it rank on your holiday listings? Hmm. I don't know. Klaus is up there. Like, like yeah, that's, Klaus that's is high, fantastic. That's high tier. Um, Home Alone probably looks. It looks like it's mm-hmm. gonna be like one of those that's gonna stay on our list for a while. Um, 2019, say, 20, uh, the twenty eighteen Grinch is really good. Uh, the animated one. one. The animated one. Yeah, yeah, that sure. one's really yeah. good. We've watched mm-hmm. that five times uh, this month. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done. We've seen Klaus twice. Um, I don't know why, but my son wanted to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas uh, just because I had Christmas in the title. Um, that all right, all right. Settle the right debate. Off. Settle the debate. Nightmare Before Christmas. Halloween movie or Christmas movie? And you can't say both. Halloween Pick movie. One. Yeah. Uh, Justin? It is, I will say it is. A, they, there's a song called This Is Halloween in the movie. <laughs> like It is a Halloween movie. I mean, they try to do Christmas, but they ultimately go back to do Halloween. There's no silver lining there. Like, they... They ruin, they ruin Christmas. Like they do not do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, I I fall down that line too. But uh, some people feel very strongly in the other camp. I just think it's a people that you know Halloween is their life and they can't let it go. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, 
we'll see. No, uh, we've been watching the Santa Clauses too on uh, Disney. Not um, a fan. Not a fan. But yeah, yeah it's, it's. I mean, it's over now. So I mean, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else we've been watching. Um, yeah, the, like Netflix just vomits out shit that is Christmas related for the kids, yeah. like around this time. So like just the amount of crap that he is that my son is watching that's like supposed to be Christmas. Like I mean, we watched some stuff the other day that was like Dutch Christmas like movies that were what really dubbed <laughs> into how, English. That's how you hit the bottom of the barrel of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like that's where we're going right now. There, it's like Jackie, like early Jackie Chan movie level of bad dubbing is like where we're at right now. Like watching Christmas Christmas stuff. But yeah, I mean I, I think Elf rounds out my top five. You know, I mean, bro, like, what are you, come on, man, like, what are you doing, watching Dutch Christmas movies? Like, dude, like, like I said, like, so he gets an hour of screen time, right? And like, mm-hmm. dude, like, there's like seven days in a week, and like, we got to get through some stuff. Like, he, he's like devouring Christmas stuff, like, you wouldn't believe, it's his favorite time of year, like, he just wants to watch everything Christmas. We had a good uh, run with the, the Charlie Brown Christmas mm-hmm. stuff, I, all of them. There's apparently like eight of them if you go mm-hmm. on Apple TV. So oh, that's we, crazy. Uh, yeah, we burned through a lot of those. Um, also Home Alone, also Grinch. Uh, mm-hmm. We have not done Klaus yet. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's going to be up there. Yeah. Um, so good. It's fantastic. And how about, uh, how, about, how about Scrooge? Do you like does does the Bill Murray Scrooge like? Uh, I like I like that movie. My wife does not, so really? that doesn't get a lot of run this time of year. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay, uh, it, that gets that gets some play. The thing about that movie, and I think I've mentioned it before, that I find highly entertaining is it's Michael Caine and a bunch of Muppets, and he plays it completely fucking <laughs> straight. Like that is a serious actor's portrayal <laughs> surrounded by fucking puppets. You know, like it's like it I mean, it makes me laugh every time. Um but yeah, it's it's you know, good movies. I I, I also like this time of year. There's a lot of good holiday movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad Santa? Bad is Bad Santa on anybody's list? I mean, it's on uh, mine. But it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny I, though that after you guys were talking about Home Alone uh last podcast, it made me want to watch Home Alone, so I ended up watching mm-hmm. both Home Alone one and two uh after we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's, must... it's all it's always funny when my kids are like, Let's watch Home Alone three and I'm like, No. no. I, if Macaulay Culkin ain't in it, I ain't watching it. Like it's it's really that simple. You stop that after two. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was that was the one thing that was that was making me laugh is uh, I think everybody must have been home like watching Home Alone um, and feeling the nostalgia kick in when uh, Kevin went to the grocery store and with twenty dollars bought like a week's worth of groceries and everybody was like, "Where the fuck is that nowadays?" Like, dude, like I, it's like a yep. two to three hundred dollar trip when you go to Safeway yep. now. Like, screw you guys, but. Yeah. What killed me was when I went to watch it, I pulled it up on Disney Plus, I typed in Home Alone. The first one that popped up was Home Alone 2. And I was like, dude, yeah. is one not on here? I was like, I thought they were all on here. And there was two, like three, five, whatever, and I'm like, where's one? Like I swear to, and I'm like <laughs> Googling it and I scroll down to the bottom of the page 
and there it was. And I was like, Probably why the fuck would you not put that as number one? <laughs> Probably because it's like all the rest are like dash or colon, and in their search engine, like that pops up. Yeah, before it was a blank so or whatever. weird. I was just like, dude, like, why is this buried? Why the fact that Home Alone one was buried behind like the fifth movie? I'm like, that's outrageous. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> They're trying to pad the numbers here. They're like, I guess you gotta watch five. Exactly. With the fucking Ernest goes to jail level villain <laughs> on the cover, you know. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, even even then, you have two high enough up there where, like, I would rather watch two than watch any of the others those other ones. Like, don't right. don't make me watch that garbage. Yeah, awful. Um, yeah. Anyone else got spoiler talk? Justin, me, nothing. I think that was it. All right. Well, I guess we have a show. Uh, Justin, why don't you take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Head on over to the Discord. Let us know what Christmas movies are you watching. You know, Jordan's been over there dragging Mutant Mayhem through the dirt in the movie channel. You know, so tell us a little bit about... Yeah, some... wait, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick, hold on. Jordan, what the hell, dude? Like, yeah, I'm also not a fan of the art style. We've covered this. People know. That's a good movie, dude. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. They're teenagers on their first mission. Like that's your problem. The teenage (laughs) mutant Ninja Turtles are fucking teenagers. Sorry, bro. Like weird, right? I mean, uh, very disappointed. Very disappointed. I have a sad, (laughs) That's all I have to say. Sorry, Justin. No, Sorry to you know what? You're fine. You know, I hope you're happy, Jordan. Like Zach had to come in during the outro <laughs> to set the record straight about mutant mayhem. And you know what? You know, while you're at it, you know, because of that, I feel like you need to go to Spotify and give your boys a review and let us know how we're doing. And you know what, Zach? If Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say. Hey guys, go be great. And Justin, what the hell are you doing with your fingers? And guys, did you know that uh, that reindeer don't eat marshmallows? I just figured that out today. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I don't know. That's, wow. I, I just all right. Reindeer, reindeer games, babe. 